Chapter 6, starting at verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Lord, add a blessing to the hearing reading. Most importantly, doers of your holy word. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the living word ministry. That's now the living word ministry. That's now the living word ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without the rivers of living water. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, no one should go without the Father, the Father of all creation, our God, our keeper, our provider, our provision, our strength. No one should go without the ability to have a relationship with God. Yes, so today we are, if you notice, we yesterday we did an introduction to a new series that we're kicking off called Knuckle Up because it's time. Spiritual warfare is prevalent. Knuckle up, the fool body armor of God I say knuckle up because whether you want to believe it or accept it or not whether you receive God or not spiritual warfare is happening in your home spiritual warfare is happening in your state spiritual warfare is happening in your city it's happening and it's happening 
now. Just look around you. There's a lot going on. There are so many things happening. But before I go any further, you know here and now the Living Word Ministries, we always like to open with prayer. And so let's get into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for carrying us through last night. Father, we thank you for your grace that is sufficient for us. Father, we thank you for guiding us. Father, we thank you for the roof over our head and the food in our cabinets and cupboards and pantries. Father, we thank you for our vehicles and we thank you for providing a way for us to have fuel in this in these trying times. Father, we thank you for providing for us in the midst of famine. We thank you for direction, we correction and instruction. Father, we thank you for more importantly for Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior who reconnected us into a right standing relationship back with you and so father because we know you are the father of the keeper the giver the lover you are the salvation of our soul you provided the way you raised Jesus from the dead and all of us inside of him and with him father we thank you for your grace is sufficient we thank you for your mercy and we thank you for direction you are righteous you are holy and you are mighty. Now, Father, we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you we uproot, we declare, we cast out, we uproot, and we disembowel all demonic spirits and spiritual forces connected to Satan. Father, we declare and decree by the will of the living God, we bind and take authority over the spirit of distraction, intrusion, division, diversion. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, the spirit of, of separation and degradation, the spirit of divorce in the name of Jesus Christ, the spirit of holy of, of uh, paralysis and lameness in the spirit. Father, we declare and decree an opening of the eyes and a peeling and an unclogging of the ears. So we uproot spiritual deafness and spiritual blindness in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we declare and decree that this word will fall on the rich soil, on the good places of our souls, our hearts, and our minds as the Holy Spirit feeds us. Holy Spirit, direct us, guide us, teach us, show us the way, enlighten us, give us your instruction. We receive you, we accept you, and we believe you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Today, as 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 recorded, we are going to go ahead and get into a few things and and try to unlock real quick uh, as we get into this uh, part two of the introduction. But it's really it's really the beginning, but it's part two of the introduction. So without further ado, we are at knuckle up full body armor knuckle up. Because the devil is already moving. You don't have to receive Christ. You don't have to accept God. But guess what you're going to have to accept? Spiritual warfare. You're going to have to accept his onslaught against your mind, against your, your will, your emotions, against your children, against your sexuality, against the rules of your house, against everything. It's coming. It's here already. And we hear it now, the Living Word Ministries, as empowered and powered by God the Father, saved through Jesus Christ and being lived through and empowered to be greater sons of God. By the Holy Spirit, we say it's time. Are you ready? All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. We're going to get into it in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so as you heard on the reading, you heard the reading and the reading of the word, and it went as follows. I believe I started at 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, first and foremost, these are levels of demonic government. These are levels of demonic government. These are spiritual enemies that you can't see. You hear people always talking about be spiritual, be spiritual. I want to be spiritual. This is why it's important that you recognize it as a Christian, as a man or woman of God. You are not just spiritual. You are holy spiritual. You have been set apart because the Holy Spirit of God lives in you and works through you and empowers you and strengthens you to be a better Example of who God is in this earth. Amen. So watch this. The principalities 
against watch this principal um, flesh and blood here we go principalities this is the highest level of demonic government most believe that this is where Satan himself is set up his camp he is called the prince of the power of the air which simply means he is the authoritarian over all demons and demonic structures in the spiritual realm this is who he is. This is where he is. He's at the hierarchy of what is called the archon or the archaic government and spiritual realm, the fallen spiritual realm. So in, in principalities, now powers is the second level. And this is believed to be where a lot of different things are set up, where the uh, authority of the ones who influence thought and who influence minds and mindsets and governments. And, and, and then you have rulers. Rulers also influence the government. They influence law. They influence things that we face in the earth. And these are the diff these are different levels of demonic governments. And then he says, and the darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places now when we say heavenly places we're not just talking about uh, uh there remember there are three levels to heaven according to to most uh most beliefs according to the word of god and that would be where we are earth that is believed to be the first heaven then the second heaven is where the uh enemy where the angels and the in, and the demons do their battle and, and also where satan has set up his camp uh, uh right in between us and God. Amen. Look at that. Can you see how strategic that is? Right between us and God, there's Satan's camp is, and there's our angel. The angels come down to bring things and have to war with his demons in order to bring us blessings, to answer prayers, uh, and, and to bring healings and to do these things. And so when you think about why is it taking so long for this prayer to come through, just know that it's being met with a resistance because Satan has this authority and this legality to fight against God, though he will never prevail against God. Allah, Jesus Christ told us himself and the Bible says that Jesus Christ declared that uh, uh, the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. While he also said, watch this. And the Bible says that he's Jesus Christ himself said that um, the gate, not only would the gates of hell not prevail, but that nothing shall by any means hurt us. Praise God. Hey, I, I don't know about you, but I want to give God and give, give the Lord an amen and a hallelujah. Give him a praise for being able to declare to you what the devil can't do. Being able to declare to you the, 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 the uh, limitations on the devil. These are the chains of darkness. These are the chains that he's bound with. It's only so far he can go. Praise God. Yeah, Jesus is Lord. Say Jesus is Lord. Amen. So watch this. And so now he is okay in spiritual host of wickedness. We're going into verse 13, the wickedness in heavenly place, starting at verse 13. Therefore, watch this, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand and not having done all to stand. Listen to this. I need you to hear this. The, Paul, by way of the Holy Spirit, is telling us to put on the armor of God. Not the armor of yourself, not the bulletproof vest, not the headgear, you know, not the full body armor that you wear in the military. Uh, that's useless against a spiritual enemy uh, that 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 will not that will not supply much resistance against something that is able to penetrate that armor and get into your mind to, to infiltrate your mind and, and maybe keep hitting you and bombarding you with thoughts of worthlessness and hopelessness and shame. And until you kill yourself or something, this is how he works. This is his whole thing is because he hates us. He hates you. He hates you. He hates your son. He hates your daughter. He hates your mama. He hates all of us. He hates everything about us. He hates that you woke up this morning. That that's what he does. And so he's constantly where by realm of, of, of his principalities, his powers, his rulers. Uh, and, uh, and there's also a level called dominions. Um, and, and, uh, and, and the darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places, he is legitimately coming after all that you are. And so with that being said, the Holy Spirit wants me to encourage you on today that the whole, that God says, knuckle up. Because you're not fighting alone. You put on the full armor of 
God. Say it with me. I put on the full armor of God. Say, I put on the full armor of God. Not my strength, not my power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to the Holy Spirit as as, as I allow him to use me as his vessel. Listen. Listen to what he says. He says, starting at 13 again, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Take up the whole armor of God. You must ascend to a whole different mindset of thinking. You cannot move in the full armor of God with an earthly mindset. Well, what does that mean, Holy Spirit? That means that the way you used to be will not work and not allow you to fully be protected by the armor of God because you'll keep trying to do things your way. We'll keep trying to move the way we want to move. We'll keep on going in that direction. We'll keep on trying to move how we want. And then ultimately what happens is we find ourselves moving uncovered, unprotected. You see, the armor of God represents the covering of God. The covering of God starts with an with a a spiritual armor. The covering of God. Remember, let's say that again. The armor of God is the covering of God. The covering of God is a spiritual armor. The spiritual armor is made up of parts of what you received in Christ. Let's say that again. The armor of God is the covering of God. The covering of God is a spiritual armor. That spiritual armor is supplied through what we receive when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We became one inside the ark or the covering or the body of Christ. Now, with that, what that also entails is watch this. There are certain things that must occur within us walking in the full armor of God. Now, now another reason Paul called God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Another reason Paul calls it the full armor of God and why he's called it because the armor is what's known to be used in warfare. It's known to be used when you're combating an enemy. And so when you received it, when you received, when you received Jesus Christ, you received the covering of God, the armor of God, the spiritual covering of God against the attack of the enemy, because you're in a war. You have become in a war. Well, well, from the moment you were born, you were in a war. But the problem is when you were born before you were reborn again from above through Jesus Christ, you were separated from God and you were on the side of the enemy. You were living a life that made you um, unknowingly a part of a military or a part of a uh, armed forces or a part of a movement that is not of God that was not of God but when you received Christ and you became one with Christ you put on you put on you put on the salvation in the body of Christ. Now, in this body of Christ, you must put on the armor. Now, today, I want to do a quick run through uh, of, of, of the first. Now, now uh, it's not what's named first. But for me, in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, I started with this one because this is the doorway. I, I, I need you to get this. This is the beginning. Without this piece of armor here, it, it, the other portions, the other portions are kind of, it, it's almost hard to attain. Now, 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 the first thing is faith, the shield of faith. The shield of faith is the first thing, but I, 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 what the Holy Spirit has impressed upon me is to walk with you through the helmet of salvation. You see, once you receive Jesus Christ, you were drawn and given a level of faith, a faith that was given to you by the Holy Spirit in order to receive and to make the choice. Let me say that again. You were given a measure of the faith. You were given the faith. God had to give you faith to believe in Jesus Christ, but he gave you a faith that still came with a choice. He gave you a faith that still came with a choice. And from that moment, you had a you had an option to choose. OK, let's go. OK, to choose salvation. Watch this. And so at 14, stand, therefore, at Ephesians chapter six, at 14, stand, 
Therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now listen, start with the having girded yourself with truth. Truth is is also it's called the girdle of truth, the belt of truth. And the truth that we're talking about is not your truth. We like to talk about our truth, man. This is my truth. TV tell you to tell your truth. Everything wants you to speak your truth. You want to live your life according to your truth, but that won't save you. The truth, the Bible says, Jesus told them when time when he was talking to his disciples in chapter 14 of John, he said, where I am going, you know the way and have now known the way. And then his disciples said to him, what are you talking about? Where, where is where where is this way? Who what is the way? I, I don't we don't know the way. And Jesus said, I am the way. The way to salvation. Then what came after that? Jesus said, I am what? The truth. So the truth that you put on, that you gird yourself up with, that you wrap around your loins to keep you strong, that you declare as you walk throughout this earth, that truth is Jesus Christ. You, you walk in the truth of Jesus Christ. You, you live in the truth of Jesus Christ. You speak the truth of Jesus Christ. You are a, you're emblematic or a representation of the truth of Jesus Christ. So if we live a lie, then we live opposite of the truth. And then he says what he says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the Bible is clear. The Bible is clear. The Bible is so clear. He says that our righteousness, the Bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags. That filthy rags is equal to a woman's uh, a bloody cotex or a tampon. Yeah, I had to go there. Uh, so he says our righteousness are as filthy rags. So the, when you put on a breastplate of righteousness, which is a covering over your chest, which is where your heart is, which is where all of your most important vital organs are. And, but in the spiritual realm, the heart represents the seat of affections, the seat of authority, the seat of more of your morals or your morality, which you will and won't do. It's the seat of, of how you feel and what moves you. It's the seat of, of love. It's the seat of your passions. It's the seat of you, your, your, your soul, which you would do or how, uh, which you would choose the seat of your will now the seat represents authority the seat is like the seat that a king sits on so this seat when i say the seat of your authority i mean the seat of your passion the seat of your love the seat of your will the seat of your soul the seat of your actions it means the authority over how you move the authority over how you love it's the authority over how you uh what affects you amen okay so moving forward and so that righteousness is not the righteousness. You, you can't do it with your righteousness because your righteousness has been tainted. Our righteousness has been tainted because of what Adam did in the garden. Disobeying God. And so our righteousness tells us we can live our own truth and still get to heaven. Our righteousness tells us we can pull on grace and, and live, go and be in the, in, the, in the church one day and in the club the next and still make it in. Our righteousness tells us once saved, always saved. And guess what? Salvation in the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. I'm going to drop this on you. Holy Spirit said, watch this, that salvation, watch this. Salvation is the door that no man can shut. Did you catch that? Salvation is the door that no man can shut. Your door of salvation is always open for repentance, for confession of sin when you fall, for 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 uh if you, if you fall away from the Lord for a year, for two years, but you get back up sooner or later and you walk back in, you repent and you rededicate and you begin to walk with him. But woe to the man who while in the door of salvation does not live according to the truth because Jesus said himself that those if you love me you will keep my commandments if you love me now now you'll say what well, commandments I thought commandments was done away with when he fulfilled them on the cross I thought the blood of God I thought he did even know that was done away with he said not one jot and one tittle would pass away of the law uh, but until all be fulfilled and that fulfilling was fulfilled on the cross and then afterwards when he ascended up on high and sat down at the seat of the father that simply means that he rose from he went from earth to heaven after he 
came after God raised him from the dead, he went down into the lower earth and he preached to the captives. Then he ascended, he stopped in the middle, visited his son and then ascended up high visited his disciples and, and then uh, apostles and then ascended up high and had and sat on the throne of authority at the right hand of God. Now, with that being said, and then with that being said, the door to salvation, the door to salvation is always open. It's always open for your repentance, for you a full turn away from how you used to live. You cannot get receive salvation and live like a hellion and live like you used to live and think you're going to make it into the kingdom. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I would like to direct your, uh, uh, I would like to direct your, uh, your, 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 your mindset to, uh, Jesus talking to his disciples, telling them about in that day. He said, this is what Jesus said. And the Bible says that Jesus told his disciples, he said, in that day, many will come to me saying, declaring to me, Lord, Lord, I cast, did I not, did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not heal the sick in your name? Did we not raise the dead in your name? Did we not, you know, and, and, and to just, uh, you know, to, to, to add, throw a little bit more drama there uh raise up churches did we not have six thousand members twenty thousand members and he will declare for me depart from me you worker of iniquity i never knew you depart from me you lawless person who did evil because you didn't know me you didn't know me uh, we didn't have a personal intimate relationship you were just doing it for the fame you were just doing it for the looks you were just doing it because you wanted to do it but you never knew who i was and i never knew who you were so and, and the scary thing about that is that, is that those are, if, if they're casting out demons and they're doing things of that nature, they are men and women of God. And so if you're not living the walk, because it's a walk, the Apostle Paul, by revelation of the Holy Spirit, says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. What does that mean? That means that you work out your salvation. Your salvation is always there, but you are in a continual moving. He also said, I believe in the book of, I want to say Galatians, but I believe it was Ephesians 2, chapter 2. And he, um, but I, okay, don't quote me on it. But the Bible says that he said, uh, the Bible said that by way of the Holy Spirit, Paul said that we are saved by grace through faith. Watch this unto good works. There is the grace of God saved us by faith. That first that was given that with the measure of faith that was given by God himself. But the grace of God was we're saved by the grace of God, which is in Jesus, which who Jesus is by faith unto good works. Good works means actions, lifestyle, the way I carry myself, how our people see me moving as I say that I'm saved. Because we are, as the Apostle Paul said, by revelation of the Holy Spirit, we are living epistles, living love letters, living letters written by the hand of God. So what does that mean? That means that when he saves you and you're reborn, that means that the way you walk, the world is watching. The world is watching you as they watch Christ. They're looking to see Christ in you. They're looking to see Christ in us. They're looking to see how Christ responds to anger, how Christ responds to being rejected, how Christ responds to being abused, how Christ responds to being tempted when they're married, how Christ responds. That this is what they're looking for. This is what they're looking for. They're looking for. They're looking for you. They're looking for Christ in you. They're looking for God in you. They're looking for how he moves. Is this how God does it? This is what God does when he's angry does God do this does God say that this is what they're doing and whatever we reflect is how they'll see God oh you don't believe me uh, my wife you can ask my wife we we, we legitimately uh, uh, were ministering to some three gentlemen three young gentlemen um, at, at a gas station not too far from my house and two of them that I spoke to one of the main things that their concerns were was how Christians are how they don't live the way they do when they in the church uh, well, how would they know that? They would have to have experienced being around Christians who said they were Christians but wasn't living like Christians, who said they were little Christ, but wasn't living like little Christ, who said that they were sons of God, but wasn't living like sons of God, who said that they were men and women of the cloth and of the faith and in the pulpit, but weren't living like that. Amen. And the Bible was clear on that. Jesus said, if any of us was to make the least of them stumble, it would be better for us to tie, for them to tie a millstone around their neck. That's a big old large stone. And the 
throw themselves in the middle of the sea. They said, be better to kill yourself. Mm. Get that. So watch this. Moving forward. And so uh, at verse 15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shod your feet with the gospel. The Bible says beautiful are the feet of those who carry the gospel. Uh, that's the message of the kingdom, the message of salvation through Jesus Christ, the message of the resurrection of Christ from the dead, the message of the, the message that as we received Christ, we were buried in his death and resurrected in his resurrection. So when he was brought, when he was buried, we were buried. When he was brought back to life, when he was resurrected, we were resurrected. Every person that we see and through him, he paid for God purchased and bought everyone back so that he would have the right. To stand that we would have the right to stand before him and that he could legally have the right to us so that when we stand before him, we be he has the right to legally judge us fairly. And then he presents us Jesus Christ so that we have the right to receive or not to receive, to believe or not to believe, to accept or reject. Are you following me? Stay with me. Stay with me. Don't get distracted. Get off. Put the phone down. Stop texting. Stop texting. Stop texting. This right now, your life is on the line. We're going to learn how to fight. Get off Facebook. Get off the gram. Get off TikTok. Come on. Stay focused. Stay focused. Get off Twitter right now. Come on. Stay focused. Stay focused. The gospel of peace. Everywhere that we go, our life should be preaching the gospel and we carry a peace with us we carry the peace of the gospel praise god that peace is shalom nothing missing nothing lacking nothing broken it's the wholeness the totality of prosperity not just financial prosperity but a prosperity that comes in a peace of mind a peace of soul a peace of heart where nothing in you longs for anything because you are completely dependent upon christ Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Listen, at 16, above all, taking the shield of faith with you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now, the shield of faith. Now, the faith. See, when he says to quench all the fiery darts, these are situations. These are thoughts these are, are, are um, attacks on our mind, our soul. Watch this. These are attacks on our health. These are attacks that the enemy brings forth. Now, when he brings forth these attacks, it is only our faith that trusts, that tells us that God is a healer. It is our faith that tells us that Jesus Christ took care of every sickness and every sin and everything on the cross. The, the, also, the, air, the, the, the darts are thoughts and mindsets. So when he, he, he wars against your old mindset, he keeps trying to present to you or, or present to us our own mindsets. And so he, he those darts are what we call arrows and so those arrows are what he's flinging from afar because the hedge of protection of God is around us so he's shooting those arrows those darts of thoughts at your mind you can't do nothing shoot me shooting at you you you, you worthless shoot you didn't change shoot you was just on you was just on that porn site last night shoot you so what you repented shoot God don't love you shoot who do you think you are shoot you still a sinner shoot you good for nothing shoot you should do this shoom go drink a beer shoom pop a bottle shoom this is what he's doing and the fiery darts you have to stand on the faith of who you are now and that you are no longer who you used to be we stand on who we are now and no longer who we used to be and in faith we declare i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus in faith we declare i am holy and acceptable to the lord in faith we declare i am god's son in faith we declare when they tell us we sick, I am healed. No matter what our body tells us, I am healed. And I, Jesus Christ healed me. Jesus Christ bore my sickness. Jesus Christ took my sicknesses on his body. Jesus Christ took the curses that was in my family bloodline on his body. Jesus took everything. Jesus took my old mindset. Jesus gave me a new mind. I have the mind of Christ. I am God's son. I am precious in his sight. I am the apple of God's eye. I am 
his son and who the son I am the son who has been set free and because the son set me free and made me free I am free indeed I am no longer who I used to be I am a new creation to Christ I am in the name of Jesus Christ not conformed or not conformed to the ways of this world but transformed by the renewing of my mind these by these statements we declare by faith and that faith becomes a shield and that shield blocks the fiery arrows or darts or thoughts or trials or afflictions that the enemy comes for us with it's knuckle up time baby it's knuckle up time God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Knuckle up. You are stronger than you thought. Why? Because it's not by your strength, not by your might or your power, not by my might or my power, but by his spirit, by the spirit of the living God, by the spiritual full armor of God. Knuckle up. Knuckle up. Knuckle up, say it with me. Knuckle up in the name of Jesus. Knuckle up in the Holy Spirit. Knuckle up in the Father of God. Knuckle up, knuckle up, knuckle up. Yeah, that's who you are. You are protected and covered. He said he would give his angels charge over you, that they will protect you, lest you so that you wouldn't trip over a stumbling block or dash or smash your foot on a stone. That stone represents things and issues in your life that come along the way while you are walking the narrow gate or the narrow path, the straight path of righteousness to through to salvation right into the kingdom of God right into the finished works of Christ, right into the arms of a living God, right into the power of, come on now, of God. Listen, 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 because we're closing out. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. Praise God. Listen, 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 listen. He says, and above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Some say, King James say the evil one. The wicked one, that's Satan. Satan is responsible for those negative thoughts, for those suicidal thoughts, for those depressive thoughts, for the anxiety thoughts, for those addictive thoughts, for those uh, uh, thoughts to want to go and masturbate. He's the one that's in. He's in the one that's kind of keep whispering in your ear to tell you to flip open the laptop and grab the lotion. To tell you to reach under the bed and grab the tool woman that you put the batteries in. He's the one that is behind you, behind it. When you know and you just declare and rebuke, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am not who I used to be. The old man is dead. The old person is dead. The old me is dead and been crucified with Christ. He died on the cross with Jesus. She died on the cross with Jesus and was resurrected a new person. And now I am holy and acceptable. And I am not addicted to these things anymore. You have to declare it. Knuckle up. Knuckle up. Put on the full body armor of God. Okay. And then at verse 17 of chapter 6 of Ephesians. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Listen to this. Being watchful to this to this end. But I want to go back to this. This is what we're going to open in. The Holy Spirit told me to open in the helmet of salvation. We're going to open in the helmet of salvation. This once again, this is part two of the introduction. The helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. These two were coupled together. The helmet of salvation and the word, the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. The spirit, the spirit and the, the word of God is it has been given as a judgment tool and as a surgical tool. It has the ability to bring the judgment and to as you bring the word of God against the enemy, it brings the judgment of God against the enemy. It gains the power of God against the enemy. It is a defense weapon, but it is also a surgical tool. As the word of God says, as Paul said, the word of God is sharp, quick and active, able 
to watch this. He said, able to even divide the bone from the marrow. It's piercing. It, it, it's a surgical tool to separate the spirit man from the soul man. Then uh, and, and from the new you from the old you. Praise God. But the helmet of salvation. Why the helmet of salvation? Because it, you, we must understand that the moment that we receive salvation, we begin, we, we begin, we put on Jesus Christ. We put on the mind of Christ. We put on the very, watch this, the helmet of salvation. We put on the full headgear of Christ. That means that as, 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 as uh, Romans chapter 12 verses, I believe, 1 and 2 says that uh, be not conformed to the ways of this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove which is that good and acceptable will of God. How am I proving which is the will of God? I have to have a new mindset. So when I put on, when I receive Jesus Christ, I put on the helmet of salvation and I put on a new way of thinking. I put on a new way of processing my thoughts. I put on a new way of moving according to what my mind generates. I, I now have a distinction because watch this. The sword of the spirit is coupled with it. Watch, oh, hallelujah. The sword of the spirit is coupled with it because now I need the word of God. I need the word of God to enable me to tell the difference between the new man and the old man because the new man the old man doesn't go right away the old man is constantly being cut and sliced by the word of God he's constantly being stabbed and put to death he's constantly being surgically separated from you almost like Siamese or conjoined twins he's at a constant the word of God is constantly sawing at it chopping at it and dividing the old man from the new man, from the man who once lived according to the spirit. I mean, I mean, according to the, the ways of this world and the flesh or the body are moving according to our desires and sin and evil that we used to like to move in. And so the, and so now with the helmet, watch this, the helmet of salvation, I put on the full headgear of Christ. Somebody write that down. On the helmet of salvation, I put on the full headgear of Christ. I put on a new way of thinking. I put on a new mind. I put on a new, okay, look, all right, let's go. Hey, so and what is salvation? First and foremost, I want you to write this down. The first, the first and most important, the first, and, the first and most important part is to step is a step in the full body armor of God. Well, why is that important? It's be, watch this, because without the head, the body will wither. The body falls. The body can't function without the head. Don't get me wrong, the head, I mean, the, 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 um, the body can still live even though the brain is dead. But it can't move. It can't walk. It can't talk. It does nothing. It's what we call a vegetative state, a vegetable state. It just lays there. Vegetable, well, you ever seen a vegetable walk? In real life. Amen. So look, so let me say that again. So in salvation, the first and most important part, watch this, is to step in the full body armor of God, is to put on the full headgear. Because without the head, the body will fall. The body withers. We have to remain, watch this, write this down, A, in Christ. Why? Because no other name, there is no other name under heaven and earth by which we are saved. There is no salvation and is in no other name, according to Acts 4.12, by which we are saved. So we put on the helmet of salvation in Christ. The helmet of salvation is Christ. Right? Amen. Amen. Because when we look at what God is doing, we look automatically, we see the power of what God is and what he is hap what is happening. 
As we put on a helmet of salvation, we begin to take on a new, more evolved, spirit-led way of living that it takes us and gives us the strength and the wisdom to see the darkness from the light, the good from the bad, the evil from the righteous. And we, without Christ, we have no salvation. Write this down. A father's love for all saves all through one. Salvation is in Christ and of Christ by the way of God. Why? Write this down. Because a father's love for all saves one, saves all through one. A father's love for all saves all through one. I would like to direct your attention to John 3.16, one of the greatest verses ever written. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever should believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. We're coming down the home stretch. Don't sleep on me. Don't sleep on me. Right? And so what else do we have? We find, we find that because through salvation, the process of salvation... And putting on the helmet of salvation, we allow the blood of Jesus to cleanse us all. As a book of, I believe it's, I want to say First John, uh, but I don't know for sure. I don't want to quote it out there because I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm letting the spirit lead me. And so he said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of, Je the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That salvation, put it on the helmet of salvation, literally the blood of Jesus cleanses and washes the mind from the old my dirty mindset and brings it into a greater revelation. So you are now no longer moving. You have the wisdom to not move in the old dirty or filthy lost mindset but now the blood of Jesus should you allow it to should you get into the word that's why it's coupled remember salvation is connected with the word of the sword of the spirit which is the word of God if you allow the word of God to wash you the word of God brings forth the full visible appearance of the transformed life in Jesus Christ it show it begins to show outwardly who you are inwardly because you have allowed the word of God which is saturated in the blood of Jesus to cleanse you inwardly and to become outwardly visible to all so they're looking at you like man T-Dog didn't stop T-Dog didn't stop smoking Sherm he done stop popping bottles and pills. He don't even hang with us no more. Man, man, J-Dog don't even come around here no more. J-Dog stopped smoking the crack with us, man. I don't know. Man, 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 you sure, you, you talking about J-Dog. What, what, what about Juju? Juju, he, that man Juju don't stop smoking. Man, he used to be over here with us with plates of powder. He used to be over here with us, man. Man, we be up all night, two, three, four days. It's the blood of Jesus. The helmet of salvation. When you put it on, somebody say full headgear. Full headgear. You put the headgear on and you and you begin to realize that, that the headgear is changing who you how you think and who you used to be. And so another way, remember we was talking about salvation. The Lord showed me, he revealed to me that salvation is the salvation is the open door that no man can shut. The Bible says in Revelation, I believe it's chapter 22 or 21, that Jesus, that, that Jesus Christ says himself that when he comes, if he comes and you're not saved and you're living in a sinful way, he said, keep living that way because it's too late. The only one who can close the door of salvation is the one who opened the door. God opened the door, but Jesus is the door. The Father, our Heavenly Father, God, opened the door, but Jesus is the door. Matter of fact, Jesus said that. This is one of his I am statements. He said, I am the door. In other words, write this down. Jesus is the only door to God. The only door to God is Jesus Christ. You can't get to him through any other door. So when you put on the helmet of salvation, you have you have literally stepped in the door of Jesus Christ.
You have stepped in the door of the son. You have stepped in the door to become a son. You have stepped in the door out of evil and sin. You have stepped in the door away from Satan. You have stepped in the door away from demons. You have stepped in the door to the covering of God in the blood of Jesus. And when we say the blood of Jesus, we talk about how his death, because he bled out, how his death brought us life. Amen. And so I want you to remember this. And the scripture says, the Bible says that the head of every man is Christ. <laughs> the head of every man is Christ. The Bible calls us the body of Christ. We are the extension of who Christ is, but he is the head. The head symbolizes authority. It symbolizes leadership. It symbolizes the top, the, 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 the very king the epitome of rulership so the head of every man is Christ listen to this no Christ no salvation no Christ no salvation no salvation no protection from Satan no protection from Satan no covering from demons with the helmet on you have the you have the protection you have salvation you have salvation you have protection from satan and protection from his demons and you have protection and a guard over your mind when you put on the helmet of salvation when you put on the helmet you are covered you are kept you are shielded And you are righteous. I must say that in this time that we, when our minds are being fooled with trickery, when the enemy is throwing on TV shows and he's setting up plays and a lot of, I always wanted to tell you, did you know that a lot of, a lot of agencies, they have different little studios and set up just like movie studios and, 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 and they can put out any type of thing that they want you to believe. And, and, and things can be thrown out there that you will believe in if you do not have the mind of Christ, if you do not have the full body armor of God. If the, you do not have, if you don't have the full helmet of salvation, it's knuckle up time. Put on the full body armor of God. You started with the helmet of salvation. Now the helmet of salvation will guard your mind. The helmet will keep you covered. But the things that you hear in the ear, the things that you see with the eye, the things that you do, that's why it's connected to the sword of the spirit because you need the word of God and the helmet of salvation in order to get the wisdom of God, in order to get washed with the true blood in order to get washed with the wisdom of God so that you can tell the difference between the snakes and the angels so that you can tell the difference between the whispering demons that are telling you to kill yourself versus the ones that want you to be saved and to have life so that you can tell the difference whether this person that is standing here is of God and, and or whether he's been sent by the devil or whether she's been sent by the devil whether it's the woman of your dreams or the nightmare or Jezebel of your life whether it's the man of your dreams or the pimp pandering uh, God is coming to put you out on the block and have you sell your body give up all your money this wisdom only comes as we put on the helmet of salvation and couple it with the word of God and allow God to have his way in our lives listen it's time to knuckle up this is just an introduction and we're walking in the first half of the armor of God with the helmet of salvation because you have to by faith receive what Jesus Christ did on the cross and so I'm not going to assume that everyone that listens to this is saved I want to extend to you the hand of salvation uh, because Jesus Christ is here right now his presence is here and he loves you so much he could have gave up on us in the, at Gethsemane, in the garden. He could have gave up on us. He could have said, no, I'm not doing this. Matter of fact, he went three times and, and asked if he could be spared having to do this. 
But in obedience, he said to the father, not what I want to do, but what you want to do. I'm going to do what you want to what you want, what you sent me here for. And that's to be the one who sacrifices his life so that all can live. He sac- and I want to point this out before I go, before we go. He sacrificed the life that he lived before he sacrificed the life before he sacrificed it in death. He lived a life sacrifice. He didn't sin. He didn't go to the club. He wasn't drinking and smoking. He wasn't stealing and fighting. He wasn't lying and cheating. He wasn't doing anything that we do. He wasn't doing curses and chants. He wasn't a witch or a warlock. He didn't worship other gods. And that's why he was able to save us and redeem us. To save us from ourselves. So if you're under the sound of my voice and you haven't received Jesus Christ and your Lord and Savior and you heard something today on this podcast that, that, that said to you that on this ministry that said to you, I, you know what? I want that salvation. Then repeat after me. Heavenly Father. I love you. Today, Father, I give my life to you. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you raised him up on the third day. Today, I receive the gift of salvation and I make Jesus Christ the Lord over my life. I receive all that he did on the cross and all that you did in him. Holy Spirit. Stand up in me, guide me, teach me, show me the way, strengthen me to turn completely away from who I used to be. I need you. I love you. Thank you, Father, for your salvation, for the gift of salvation. In Jesus name. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer with me, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. God loves you. And we hear it now. The Living Word Ministry loves you. Uh, you can send a message. Send a message. If you listen to this and you did it, you can. It's an icon somewhere on there. You can send a message to us and just say, just say, hey, thank you. Uh, and just, just matter of fact, you don't even got to thank us. Thank God. And, and, and just send a message. Say, we love you because we love you. And welcome home. God bless you. Now, for each and every one on the sound of my voice. As we go, as we close this, as we close this, uh, this wonderful time of ministry and worship in the Lord, I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you, that the Lord make his face shine upon you, that the Lord will be gracious to you, lift his countenance upon you, smile on you and give you his peace, that he will continue to guide you down the path of righteousness for all for his name's sake, and that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. And that he will never, ever, ever allow anything to hurt you. That we loose angelic hosts around you, the angels, Michael, and millions and millions of legions of hordes of his angels, of battalions uh, and, and uh, heaps and masses to guide you around your purpose, destiny in God. By the blood of Jesus Christ to shield you, to heal you, to protect you. We lose healing angels, covering angels, uh, uh, strengthening angels. Hallelujah. Ramase Kante, royal angels. Yes, Lord, around you, around your house, around your home, around your children. In the name of Jesus Christ. And it is so. God bless you. With the Lord, the Bible in my sword Cause the evil one growling like a lion when he roar I'm ready for the war, he won't be me no more In Christ I got the victory, it's over for the boy Standing in the spirit, he see it and he fear it I'm protected by the blood, he can hear it in my lyric When he bring the pain, get rebuked in Jesus name I'm running with his tail tucked, can't you see I change? Yeah, on the streets I'm praising, God is amazing Lord you're so amazed, true author of the Bible
He gave man the inspiration God is amazing Lord, you're so amazing Please look out for me And here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth well, back then, if only I knew Would you overhead store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness Hey, I'd rather be feeble Than the camel trying to pass through the eye of a needle for freeing my people He can't part with his possessions Then the Lord ain't gon' believe Hey, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord, you're so amazing True author of the Bible God is amazing, Lord is so amazing The Bible said to me, shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen, he has ordained thee for birth Satan knows your worth, he wants to see you cursed Before you come to God, he'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging, fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied, he can keep you hanging On to a wire, chasing your desire So you can swim eternally with him in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps With gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up You'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness Crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain With no ending Yeah, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible Gave man the inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so Amazing Please look out for me